Kia ora and welcome to Gohan or Go Home, the podcast where I take an absolute Dragon Ball noob through Toriyama's 512 chapter cringe post. Um, like, how many fucking chapters? Let's leave Excuse that aside for a second. It. Let's leave that aside for a second. <laughs> no apologies, no uh, take backs. I didn't sign up for that much. You did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm your host, Simon Master Roshi Didn't Kill Himself Monrad, and with me is Imogen Jimmy Nohan's Faith, and this manga is a crime against humanity. Please discuss. Uh, yes. End of discussion. End of podcast. Let's go home. Let's, Let's go home. Uh, go, we did we've it, done folks. the Gohan. We did it. Now we can go home. Yeah. That's it. Oh, That's before it. we get into That's that, though. It's Gohan or go home, not Gohan and go home. <laughs> what do you think this is? Listen, I've gone Han and I'm all out of You've home. You've gone Han? <laughs> this man just really goes Han. This is how it feels to chew five I'm gum. I'm going to try and get that into, like, a Star Wars joke, but then I actually can't be bothered. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Nobody can be bothered My anymore. My Star Wars takes are all used up because of just Twitter. Yeah, we stay away from the discourse. Twitter with a D. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> so Twitter with a D is the over 18 one. <laughs> I think... No. Alrighty. How, how, how has it been? How is it? It's acceptable it's acceptable i want to tell you about myself because okay. i am have myself. you been watching anything recently <laughs> well <laughs> let me tell you i watched the first episode of the witcher and <laughs> there's a lot of witching in it uh, i have like to this say sure is. there's so much witching i have never seen a show that has successfully made me like that level of emotionally horny <laughs> I don't know what the words are for it, but, uh... I think a heart on? I don't understand. A heart on? <laughs> so, look. I never understood the concept of a waifu before, but Renfrey is my waifu. No, I call dibs. You have to respect dibs. Okay. Polycule. But, um... <laughs> shared custody. That show is the... Per- like, I... Everything you said about it is correct. It's the perfect level of high quality enjoyable trash but with high production values mm-hmm. i like it yeah I and i think what made it better definitely was just like essentially live tweeting it by texting you while i was watching oh every gosh. beat by beat <laughs> it's bombarded i think you sent like 50 texts in an hour or something <laughs> i knew what you were talking about every time as well like it was like having the the, the episode replay back in my head while you were texting me <laughs> It's it's the the watch of the summer, I would say. Yeah, so it's, it's that summer watch. It's summer, hot girl so summer they show. Call it the watcher. Henry Cavill is our hot girl for the summer. It's really funny because he like mm. they've clearly put so much work into everything, including his makeup and stuff. But it still looks like Henry Cavill cosplaying. Oh yeah, that like, kind of like makes it better. He's turned up to a con and he's like, "I have the best Geralt costume." Like yeah, he looks like someone who would be like raking in the photos at a convention or something. Like he yeah, goes two steps and then he's like accosted <laughs> by some fans and then like, "Oh my god, your costume's so good." I'm not sure what it is about this man it. Spent either. like five hours on makeup. <laughs> that lace front wig, baby. <laughs> Yeah, Henry Cavill in a wig, which is a a pretty good time, actually. Mm. So I'm glad that I picked it up. Stone Butch Legolas gallivanting about the countryside, (laughs) killing monsters and fucking bitches. Stone Butch Legolas. Yeah. (laughs) That's my take on that. Well, that's a a very fine take to have. Thank you. And I do think I I understand that. It was was a very strange experience because obviously you have these characters who are really fun to watch. It's, you know, some really good trash where it's like 
they're in the bar and then these guys, you know, the, the thugs, the boys show up the and they're boys. like, we don't serve your car around here. And then like Renfrew's like, hey, get out of here, bitch. And then they're like, oh, excuse me. And she goes, ah, I wasn't talking to you. And then just like side eyes girl to whatever it is and gives them the evils. And uh, this, the whole thing, like the whole, the bait and switch, they're like, whatever the weird spy skills version of third wave feminism is that's come out in our media in the last 20 years it's just a really discombobulating experience mm-hmm. i suppose to have in a medieval setting oh yeah like they kind of go halfway to game of thrones but then they're just like and also hashtag twitter about yeah. it which is really fun it is it's very fun it's a very enjoyable watch. And I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted Renfrey to, like, sit on my face or read me poetry <laughs> yeah, in, like, Middle English. Like, you know. It was just kind of like this very weird in-between <laughs> space where I'm watching the show. The I'm like, dancers, yes. Where I'm like, one, and then, oh, no, the other. No, one, no, the other. Like, that's just throughout, basically. <laughs> I, which, I mean, I'm not trying to downplay Henry Cavill. He's, he's tight in he's that. Fine. He's got very tight pants. It's, you know... <laughs> He's just, like, so overshadowed by everyone else. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he has some really... Which is really saying something. Nice. He's, he's got nice, thick acting. <laughs> just really, uh, just juicy acting chops, you know? Yep. Really throughout. I feel like he just... He slathers you in his just, uh, his dialogue creative choices, you know, and based you. I don't you. think he wrote the script, Simon. I think that you I said <laughs> choices. Okay. That's, that's the language they use when you talk about actors, right? Is it? I don't know. Like, oh, I'm not sure I agreed with Streep's choice there to, you know, make the face or something like that. <laughs> this is how people talk about acting. I don't know. There's the craft itself and then there's the discourse around the craft and they're two very different things. Like nobody who is a critic talks like the people who do the thing. Okay. Which is always true. Don't you think so? I don't know. Like. I don't know anything about movies. I don't know. You took art history and stuff, right? At some point? No. Didn't you? No. I was relying on this. I don't know anything (laughs) about art history. Why would I know anything about art history? Why am I going to make an analogy to something that neither of us know about? Okay, do it. Uh, I was going to say like in art history, how people discuss and talk about art and paintings and things versus how artists actually talk about stuff. It's completely different. Okay, yeah. I None of the no language idea what there. you're talking about. It's like Rothko's use of the vibrant red, like draws in the eye to the phallic imagery of the, like, the line, <laughs> the center. Freud would be proud sort of thing. And then the artist, and you're like, why'd you do that? And then I just like, I just thought it was really nice color. Like, <laughs> I just got this pigment and I wanted to try it out. It was real fucking nice. Yeah, they're like, this cost me so much. And I was like, I've just got to use it. Yeah, I got to use this. It's vibrant. (laughs) I was on a lot of jokes at the time. So I, I was working under candlelight. It was the only thing that could show up reliably and not be washed out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to use two brighter colors because uh, I was doing this on my tablet after all my flatmates had gone to sleep. And, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. yes, art history. <laughs> you could, this is clearly to do with art history. <laughs> We're just making shit up as we go along. Absolutely. The only things I know about art history is from, like, Wikipedia. Are you an artist? Write in and tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if an artist would be able to tell us. They wouldn't know. Yeah, that's true. Are you an art critic? Right, and tell us that you like to tell people they're wrong. Are you an art critic? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Are you an art critic? Stop listening and kill yourself (laughs) and everyone around you. Uh, (laughs) 
Which which first? So we're talking a ghoul or zombie? I think I'm legally obliged to drop in the suicide hotline after this. Yeah, I think so. I think that was too too spicy. The answer is uh, don't do that. It's um, a thing that you shouldn't do. Wait, that that's how we do. How do you discourage the kids? The thing is... Not saying it in the first place. People just, you know, they really... I don't think there are any art critic kids. I've got to <laughs> put that one out there. I think that is, like, explosively reserved. If there are children that 30. wear bow ties and are Republicans, there are children that are art critics. I take it back. And that Venn diagram is almost a circle. a horrible facet of reality to me <laughs> that I didn't want to think about. So thanks for that one. Yeah, at some point, Pete Buttigieg was a child. Was he? <laughs> this is like, do you remember that line from uh, Matilda? That's the name of the movie, right? Which one? You know. You know Matilda? You know. I think Matilda is the name of the Based on the Roald Dahl novel. Yeah. That's yeah. The- <laughs> anyway, where the trunchbull goes, I hate children, the glad trunchbull. I never was one. And yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> I was just so confused by that line as a child and I never understood it and I still haven't figured out what that means. <laughs> it just means what it means. Just What? <laughs> provocative against the people going like my job is children but i hate them mm. and then also i never was one <laughs> you were never a child i think i know some people who were definitely never a child who were grown in a test tube yeah or well, maybe not a test tube specifically like one of those paddling pools no this is getting too they were just mysterious this isn't even a joke i'm just thinking of like weird cloning no they were just mysteriously fold by a, a cow like they came out as a full adult human but out of a cow and everybody Ugh. was just thoroughly confused Don't like that. why do you think the aliens take the cattle up into the ufos uh, it's to insert human people into them like pete Buttigieg, who just real hannibal hours sliding no, out and like a glistening okay, like icarus gelatin Stop. mess Stop and then talking. they like wash themselves off in the river and waltz into the iowa state fair <laughs> that's how it happens i'm gonna put this down right now i had now. a funny joke after that and i just can't i can't really you're too disgusted i'm too disgusted also i can't like one up that i was just gonna say i was never a child i just appeared with a bad powerpoint transition one day <laughs> <laughs> no i like that i like that bit actually okay. but i don't want to riff off it further instead i want to get into uh the the dragon ball oh the dragon ball but shall we get into the dragons and the balls no don't let's not <laughs> Sometimes I question why I have uh, the ability to talk. Mm. I feel like I've forgotten how much this secretly has a story. Like, there's this really weird thing where a lot of the stuff that happens is just, what the hell? And then somehow Toriyama is making a story out of it. Like, he has these plot points which are just bizarre and, like, the characters and the accoutrements of story which kind of come out and they're really, like, nonsensical. Mm -hmm. But then he comes along and he does something that's recognizably a human story out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thoroughly confused about how and why, but it works. I, I, I suppose. Well, anyway. It's really not where my brain went. I was just shocked that every joke I've made so far has like come back as like a literal interpretation in the text somehow later <laughs> on. Oh, I want to I hear some of these, but we'll go through them. Um, so... Chapter fifteen opens. Goku seen a thick rope blast beam in action. <laughs> He's seen the Kamehameha and uh, um, and he gets Kamehameha curious, right? So yeah, he does. Roshi says, <laughs> "Yeah, he does." 
Look, this takes 50 years to learn. These are like, you have to sign up to my special dojo program, you know, Rex Kwondo. And then Rex after Kondo. 50 years, eventually you'll go up through all the various different brown belts and then you'll be able to do this. You two will be able to perv like I can. You'll be able to see through the walls of the girls' locker room. And... Oh, no. Goku sort of looks at his hands for a while and you're like, did somebody slip the kid drugs? But... um. In the middle of this, there's this kind of weird thing with their intercut, and this is why I find it kind of sometimes difficult to explain, but in the middle of this, Ox Demon King like, invites known predator Mutendoshi to live with him and his daughter, mm-hmm. because he, I don't, he's just like, hey, old master, and Doshi says he prefers to live alone, which is something that I think we're all glad for. Yeah. He's well, exiled himself onto an island. He can only pass among human people for so long. But it turns out that actually he is kind of hiding this dark part of himself to a lot of people, including his former students. Mm-hmm. And he also... What happened? Later on tries to recruit Goku was into he, his little cult. Yeah, was he at some point an okay dude? I think I so. I am not going to go with good. He probably was not ever good. But, like, was he acceptable at some point and he just went off the rails? I feel like at it some point his salination, his desalination unit broke down and he started drinking seawater and then this <laughs> happened. Do you know what I mean? That's the dangers. I I don't know how, but he clearly, don't everybody thinks that he's different to what he was. And then he's just started Joe Bidening, like he casually comes up oh. to... Well, he was always like that, hair. but he suppressed it for long enough that, until, like, you know, until the dementia set in, he was, he was uh, at least covert. Yeah. So he's, um, in between filling himself up with cum and getting buff, he's sundowning is what's this happening here. It's just such a horrible image. Anyway, so while all of that's happening, Goku looks at his hands for a while and then he just decides that he too would like to beam a car and, um... Beam a car? Yeah, it's a that's beamer. A type, that's a type of car. That they, he that, laments, that's, a, that's a joke about cars. That was the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke about cars. That's the joke. car joke. He laments that he can't shoot as much as the old man, um, but he's young and it'll come in time. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Uh... <laughs> It's just his first time beaming something. <laughs> this is like the least wholesome event of my week. <laughs> I would like to know how Every wholesome time. the rest of your week is. Like, it's not very. So, like... <laughs> Ox Demon King lets Doshi know that Goku is the spawn, the crotch spawn, um, the, <laughs> the arseless child free um, of Son Gohan. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Are you on a script here? Are you just going through your notes? I like, have bullet points. Okay, bullet points. I want to get through this stuff to get to the good stuff. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't want to talk about this stuff. Because this I, is just the denouement, right? Like, this is... Um, yeah, this is like the wrap-up. The wind-down. And he wraps up the loose threads. And one of those loose threads that he wraps up is obviously the, the, the promise. And they almost get away with it. But what's kind of funny is before that, uh, Master Roshi comes up to Goku and he's like, Oh... You know where Son Gohan is, and then Goku says, um, Shinjata, which is just like, he cocked it. <laughs> he dared, basically. Yeah. He's so blunt about it. Like, um, Teshima or Teshimata is like, um, oh, it's a shame that that happened, kind of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. To say it about your own granddad is, um, well, he's a, he's a, he's a, a goblin child. This is established. <laughs> this like, is this established. just doesn't surprise me anymore. <laughs> and he's like, hey, kid, you want to come on my, uh, island and, um, live with me mm. <laughs> mm. i will teach mm. you the ways yeah so don't do it goku you can't be any worse than you already are <laughs> or nobody will ever read this no goku stay with the people who tell you not to pat pat 
I do have one qualm with you boosting through this chapter so fast, which I mean, like, ideally you should because the rest of it is way more interesting. But I also did have a joke that I was going to try and weave into some explanation, and I can't, haven't been able to do that because now we passed it. But it, it was a teenage Mutton Roji Turtle. <laughs> it's a hell of a town. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's uh. <laughs> Smoking grass and beaming ass. He's just <laughs> sitting there, you know, in the sewers under New York City. Oh yeah, yeah eating pizza, having a good rat time. Yeah. yeah. So that, I was gonna, I was gonna do what you just. Yeah, did but see, that, they but... get trained by a rat, Master okay. Splinter, whereas he's the master and he's the turtle. I feel like he was trained by he's, a rat. Yeah, he's the fifth Ninja Turtle, <laughs> and he's now training Goku, <laughs> who will become his disciple in Yamcha's words. Yeah. It, of course, the whole point of gum- coming here was um, not actually to help people be altruistic, but to get their magic wish orbs. Mm-hmm. So Bulma actually pulls out the radar and she finds it and all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, <laughs> she said, like, this is not actually a thing really to comment on because back in the days people used to just say this, but she says Banzai rather than something like Yatta, I did it or something like that, or Dekita. So Banzai, like, used to come from saying, like, a thousand years to the Emperor's reign sort of thing, <laughs> which is like, so Bulma's like an ultra nationalist. <laughs> Which we've discovered. Somehow I'm not surprised. <laughs> Bulma found praying at Yasukuni Shrine. And <laughs> this is kind of like, again, literary corner, and it's not that interesting, but I don't know how they translated it, but they present the ball as being the seven-star ball in Chinese, not in Japanese. Hmm. What do they do in the English? Um, it's transliterated, so I can't tell. Oh, okay. How do they write it? It would just be like... Like, I, I can't remember, it's something like Chi Xin Chu or something like that, something like I think, that. like that. But it's supposed to be like Chi Xin Chu, sorry, Chu. In the kanji, and what's really weird is that Toriyama does this, which means like he's literally saying seven star ball, but the problem is that Xin mm-hmm. means uh, like a planet or a celestial body, and it's like a compound word in Chinese, so he's kind of like seven planet. It doesn't make any sense. It makes mm. sense in Japanese, but he's writing it in Chinese because he's like journey to the west feeling. <laughs> But it doesn't really come across like that at all. Right. It's kind of odd. Anyway. I didn't look it up because I just, as soon as I opened my phone, I exited out of the link by accident. So I can't be <laughs> trying to find it. Like, in the oh, I'll find it. this. Oops. Oops. That's gone. Um, I also don't care enough about it. Yeah, of course not. Anyway, Ox Demon King is loaded. And so even though Goku has like beamed a car and blown it up, he goes, have another car. Mm. Which. Sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. A horny uncle gives you a car. <laughs> What's really strange about this is that the car is Kotobuki on the side, which is like the thing that's like, congratulations. Like if I give you a, an envelope or something for your birthday or like maybe for your wedding or whatever it is um, that has money in it, it's, you know, a traditional gift or something like mm-hmm. that, I might write that on it. Um, and so it's kind of like, you know, congrats. So it's kind of like, is this a get married car? But then it has machine guns on the front <laughs> of it. I mean, so yes. I'm so confused <laughs> by this design. <laughs> I uh, I also noted that, but I think that kind of at this point I'm almost becoming immune to the weird shit. So I was just like, okay. There's also weird Fast and There's Furious stuff. There's weirder shit to pick on. Where they're just like they do the kind of, or maybe it's like Evangelion where they do the technological stuff, right? Because he's like, ah, oh, it's a bit of an old model, but then Yamcha later can't catch up to them. He's like, wow, it's a new silver model of whatever it is, like no, the fourth level. No, he said that he has one. Oh, does he? Yeah, because um. Uh, Horny Boy says that it's it's a he's like oh it's my old car but it's really fast yeah, so yeah, you're fine yeah. um, and then also they've lost their tracker so yeah. um, you know I'm like oh shit we had a new we had a new one somewhere we need to switch cars so that we can catch yeah, up to yeah, it yeah. 
Yeah. And he like talks so about the. So used to like along behind their little tall Morris Minor. <laughs> they're all Bromka. The Bromka. So so they're all what do you call Bromka it? Bromka like, is Jumpshot's brother. It's very Fast and Furious about it in that sense because he's like talking about the car specs of stuff that doesn't exist in real life. So they're just talking about it with the faces where you know you're supposed to think, wow, that's like you know they've got a mm-hmm. fast model. That's a cool good one, but it doesn't mean anything to us. We just tell by the reactions of everybody that's supposed to be like that. I think that it was just a way of... I was like, you're so cool. Yeah, I think it was just a way of having someone say, you know, words that would sound like they fit without just being like, oh, this car, very fast. We must switch to fast, fast car. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's say the fast car is just like... You're wearing your Dragon Ball t-shirt. Double clutch transformation. Oh, always. (laughs) Did you just notice that I'm wearing this? I just noticed. You're wearing the merchandise. I'm wearing my weep shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's the occasion? I I don't I think I've told. You shaved. The, you've got your merchandise. Yeah, I think I've told the podcast this before, but I shave before the podcast, even though it's an audio medium, and I don't know why. It's <laughs> so in case you need to like do this. <laughs> Just rub up good. against the microphone. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. I'll rub my beard. <laughs> I'm gonna have to remove that later. It's <laughs> not a good time. So they this try and escape. You in the they get in the, the marriage car with the machine guns. <laughs> and uh, they're like, hey, let's go. And then Noshi taps uh, and goes, hmm, didn't you promise something to me? Ugh. And then you uh, then you remember. Hmm. And then uh, how are they going to get out of this one? But Well, Bulma life has a cunning plan. finds a way. Yeah, life finds a way. Jeff Goldblum decides yeah. that she would like to be replaced by someone else. And mm-hmm. uh, she's like, oolong. Yeah. Come along here. I made a promise. The promise was to let him see, see my tits. And uh, actually, you're going to show him yours because you're going to be me. Yeah. How do you feel about Trans Oolong? <laughs> How do you feel about Trans Oolong? Trans Oolong is exactly as I expected. <laughs> um, I can't believe this so, came back. Yeah, this is like the first of like a series of jokes that I made like three episodes ago <laughs> that have just come back in full force to we reality. We have to do a segment on you giving predictions at yeah. the end. Oh, I guess. Just apparently I have Dragon Ball prescience, so that's <laughs> fun. Yeah, so Vilma's like, you know what, actually, this little bastard's been giving me shit the whole time. Yeah, but he, he, do, he, do, he show the titty. He do it. He do it. And Long's like, I'm the fuck that's just as gross to me as it is to you. And she's like, yeah, you want me to make you shit yourself again? Because I'll do it. Because I fucking will. You know. Mm. You know I will. If there's one thing mm. Bulma is serious about. It is making people shit It's diarrhea. So it yeah. is diarrhea. <laughs> Just uncontrollable. You don't want to know why she had those pills in the She's first She's the place. only known candidate where you would believe her promise to make the sewage go again. What? I don't know what any of that means. That doesn't... That doesn't make... Let's move on. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so, uh, so Oolong's just way too into it. Like, well, he puts up a front. First of all, Trans Oolong is thick. <laughs> With two C's. Oh, like, yeah. his, initial, his initial transformation. He has actually turned into her before, though. That way. He looked the same. No, he didn't quite look the same. This is like okay, a yeah. slightly... He was just like lumpy Bulma before. Yeah. Now he's he's thick, Bulma. And Bulma's not body positive. No, she goes, how dare you make me look like this? Yeah. Who's this bad pig? Um, Which, I mean, directly insulting his race. So that's... Um, <laughs> Uh, problematic to say the least. When when he does it right, she goes, oh, "Wow, I didn't know there was a movie star here." Yeah. Like, 
She's <laughs> Why is there so... an actress in front of me? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is there a sexuality where you're exclusively into yourself? Yes, and I have it. I knew that was going to be where that went, but I, I said it anyway. <laughs> you walked into my trap. <laughs> I walked right into your trap. <laughs> All according to cake, how good. Ugh. Stop making a weeb joke to me. <laughs> I don't understand this shit. Uh, Simon's literary corner, Keikaku means plan. Oh, thank you. Please continue. No, you're on your own. I'm leaving. I didn't realize there's going to be 500 more chapters. Oh no, just like my wife. <laughs> oh. How? So, Bulma uh, is the, the dragon of chaos. <laughs> the feminine energy. <laughs> they were, you, you've just gone so Kermit with that. Like, There's that's no not even way. a rough approximation anymore. It like, doesn't have to be. veered directly into Kermit land. And there you will stay. There, yeah. Kermit tells you about Jung. Oh. And cries a lot about his kid. I don't, rem- kid, I don't remember that diet. episode of Sesame Street. Sesame Street? It's <laughs> a Muppet. This is just offensive. <laughs> oh, I think you think all Muppets are the same. I do. That's racist. Listen, I know more about Big Bird than anyone, so... No. No Big Bird facts. No Big so Bird facts on the Big podcast. Tell us about Transu Long and the Puffu Puffu. Because uh, I, I find it hard to believe that Roger's never heard of Puffu Puffu before. Well, he does live on an island with turtles. And an endless supply inside. of... Well, okay, sure. But, you know, given that he does live on an island, you'd think he'd see a motorboat now and then. But, uh... uh <laughs> Oolong... Mm. No, I can't. Really knows how to go above and beyond on a performance. Yes, a performance. A, yeah, a performance. So, uh, given his his complaints about about uh, turning into Bulma, he does really just like throw himself into into character. He gets into the role. He gets into the role. He gets way too into the role. He's real he method. gets like a little bit. He goes a wee bit, uh, wee bit, wee bit far with the role, considering his uh, previous aversions. But he offers teenage Merton. He offers the fruit basket. Turtle. Uh, yeah, he offers the fruit basket. So he's like, "Hey, you know, um, remember how I said I'd show you my titties, I Bulma? One that is little known sequel uh, to I Robot, I Bulma. Will Smith shows yeah. his titties. <laughs> yes. Uh, remember, remember that deal that we had. He pulls it up and, and there's then, just two pineapples you know, like just, in front of him. I just just derailing this whole thing. So what does Italian oolong do? Italian oolong no. makes pasta. <laughs> Make it a pulled pork uh, pasta. Oh no! Oh, pulled pork is just oolong. Oh in no! Day off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> On the pasta? Yeah. So. Grossi says, I don't know what's taking so long. He gets hailed over by mm. fake Bulma, which is Oolong Bulma. Uh, and then, um, oh, Bulma would like to show you my eye tits. <laughs> and uh, just just flashes him, yeah. but then says... But, but let me stop you there. Yeah. For the low, low price of free, I'll upgrade your offer to uh, something you've never heard of or considered, which mm. uh, ideally would not be part of the deal at all. Now, you like titties. You like titties? But have you heard of Pafu Pafu? <laughs> All the boys are doing it. All the boys. All the girls are doing it too. Everyone's Everybody's doing it. Everyone's Babies are doing it. it. It's just the new human Your grandmother, centipede. she's doing the Pafu Pafu. Oh, don't like that. So yeah, he's like, how about you just like motorboat my my Bulma titties instead? And he explains what it is. He's like, you've he got one. He gives him a rundown on it, which he's like, never heard of it before in his life, which is completely unnecessary. You've heard of the one titty. Yeah. What if What if you get the one other you one, the you other know one. how there's another one on the other side? Yeah. You kind of put your face in between them and then just do like... And just Richard Nixon. Don't like... Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for president. Oh, between these two chicks. So the- 
I hate everything about that. <laughs> because when the president motorboats, it is like, not illegal. So, like, viscerally uncomfortable. <laughs> It's mildly uh, bad for people who are listening, but like you have, anyone listening to this has to understand. I have to be in the room with these jokes. You should understand that when I do impressions, I look like the people. Yeah, it's unsettling. (laughs) Don't like it. Thanks. Please uh, refrain. (laughs) But yeah, so that that goes down then. Read my lips, no new titties. I can't make it. I'm trying to move on from this. That was H.W. Bush. I'm sorry. Continue. Why? Also a known groper. Good to know. Bad to know. Bad to know. Why? I don't know why you'd be having your hopes dashed on the, you know, the the expectations about whether or not George H.W. Bush would be. (laughs) Yeah, the guy who was responsible for the highway of death in Iraq did something bad. I just can't believe he'd do that. (laughs) I thought he was above it, you know? Like, I just can't imagine. I feel like this former director of the CIA was a good guy. I thought he was just, like, such a stand up guy. I can't imagine him ever abusing his power in any way. Wow. Oh my god. Listen, they call him... He's cancelled. They call her Barbara Bush for a reason. Let's move on. (laughs) What? So, Oolong Nixon has let Roshi Pafu Pafu, and we cut away to just the dialogue balloons, and he's like, oh my goodness, a mamma mia. Yeah, I'm actually glad that there was, like, kind of at least some step back back from that, because I think that that was, uh... We got to see, like, a bit of Bulma's side boob, and I think that's definitely, like, enough. That's haram. Um, I was not happy about that, and haven't screenshotted it. And... At the very end. You know how there was that server that has a two horny button? Can we get one for real life, please? Bing. (laughs) So he gets, he shoves like toilet paper up his nose because he is, I think he's lost half of the amount of blood that the human body can lose Mm -hmm. and still be walking and uh, going around. And he's just a bit delirious. And then Bubba says, "Um, hmm, don't you think you went a little bit far with uh, letting someone molest? What really is my body? You shouldn't let me be known for this. She's concerned. Is that what she says in Japanese? Because she... She's concerned with their reputation. She just calls them the R word in the English. Really? Yeah. That's... We love those translations. We do. It's very uh, interesting how they say the problem slurs. They say the prob- big problem words. The bad words. <laughs> I like that that's where we draw the line. <laughs> 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 because... Uh, Listen, Pafu Pafu is perfectly natural and uh, many we'll people... Many just, people... More and more people are doing it. Just viscerally, viscerally horrible impressions of, of Richard Nixon motorboating <laughs> Bulma but you know we're not but we're not gonna say bad words my comedy is wholesome is it? <laughs> immediately after this immediately after we witnessed all of that Chi Chi is inspired to say to Goku hey would you will you take me as your wife? Mm-hmm. Well, can I be your Just wife? Just stuff go on in the background. I think I, I do. Just I says, do need to take a moment to say that I appreciate how uh, how severely Bulma gives Oolong shit. At least, like you know, maybe not the specific translation, but in the English version, she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, like, what is your problem? What the fuck?" She's was like, that? "You were doing it, but it's still my body, and I feel like I've somehow been violated by proxy yeah. by you doing this and just she's like, selling me out." Fucking perp. What, 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 what is your beef? You horrible gremlin. And since Roshi never learns that it wasn't her, he probably still thinks of that to it was her. To this day. To this day, 40 years later <laughs> yeah. in the series, when we get to the... Does he not die before 40 years? How, how long does he stick around for? 
I I don't want to spoil things, but he it's he can and has access to what's called like the fountain of youth or eternal life or whatever. So he's going to live forever. He will outlive every character. That's the greatest injustice I've ever heard. <laughs> it's terrible. The fountain of youth. Did you I don't know whatever the version is. It's like Fountain of Eternal, whatever it is, life. Okay. Whatever their version is. But anyway, Chi Chi, who's off to the side with Goku, says, when I grow up, Chi-chi I want to be a star, drive nice cars. Turtle. I want to have Chi Chi's. And she, <laughs> she's like, will you take me as your bride? And he's like, I don't know what a bride is, but if you're going to give me something, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Which kind of sums up Goku, I think. Yeah. He says, free things? Sure. Love free shit. Take so that. he's signing up to promises that, you know, will come back to bite him. Literally or metaphorically? Let's not cover that. I don't want to know what they do in the bedroom. <laughs> Chapter 16. Chapter 16. <laughs> we love that. Mushroom forest, baby. Yeah, they go to Shroom Town. Yeah, and um, they're, they're traveling through the mushrooms, the tall, the tall long grass. Mm-hmm. And I actually like, I really like this, uh, this change of scenery. I think it's lovely. I think there's some kind of fun concept art in this. Oh, yeah, there sure is. Um, but we love Shroomtown. Suddenly we go to Agrabah. Everything that happens in Shroomtown is exactly what you'd expect from a town surrounded by mushrooms. <laughs> I feel like that's somehow racist by proxy, and I can't figure out exactly how, but I how? think it might be because it's Agrabah. Because it is really just like this like fantasy, colonial, like vague orientalist sort of place that's like a mishmash of different stuff. I was just referring to like the weird shit like involving the rabbit people and you know the fact that oh yeah they were all high while this happened no what's scary is that they were not all of this happened and all of this is canon yeah they're all unfortunately dead sober so here we get to the point where another uh series of jokes that i made has just uh reappeared it's just ran its uh rabbit eared head so what happens sort of in order and i just realized that yamcha's shirt says the character for pleasure or fun on it and i didn't realize that before so he's he's, he's the a em- good times boy he's the envoy of pleasure he's the good times boy um that's a bit weird but then town they drive through and there's um <laughs> like let's assume it wasn't a mistake and there's a shop in the background with like made-up language writing but underneath in english it says drag store so we know this place is uh queer affirming oh hell yeah it is yeah so they're like they they are ready to shop at the drag so store two out of three chapters have drag no it's a drag if you can physically goku says hey to a girl he's like oh and then she runs away and then he's like ha everybody in this town is skittish and Bulma's like no you just are not supposed to catcall people <laughs> why would you do this while they're at the petrol station mm-hmm. and they're trying to fill up and um oh yeah they are they're trying to get mantan which is like uh, obviously just means you know like full tank it's like a shortening of in japanese but every time i looked at it and read it i kept on thinking mantan mantan <laughs> ulan's trying to get the mantan yeah yeah um, Long in a mankini and his sunbathing. I don't know where that would come up in, in that part of the chapter because they never use those words. They just kind of rock up to the gas station and they're like, can you fill her up? And then the guy's like, yep, um, terrified out of his mind. And he's, they have like a lot more like weird jargon, like fake sci-fi words. He's like plasma oil or some shit. I can't actually remember what it was. It doesn't really matter. I maybe should have taken more notes and you should have taken less notes in this situation. <laughs> I feel like we've, we've unbalanced our... Uh, our delicate ecosystem of bits. Law boy strikes so, again. Yeah, next time, next time. But, um, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Ah! 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm in too deep. So priorities as always. Priorities They're always, going yeah. to get petrol and Bulma and it, is shopping. And everyone's just uh, shit scared of Bulma. She's yeah. got a Women little, be she's shopping. She's still wearing her little burlesque cabaret bunny outfit, which was yeah. uh, the... You know, I had uh, various questions about, and what was it, like two or three episodes ago? Yeah. Ari, why does Oolong own this? Are there not rabbit people in this world? Why did she keep the ears on? Yeah. Um, And uh, as it turns out... There are. There are. They fly now. What is that? I actually don't know what that is, and I don't want to know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, um, everyone runs from her, and her reaction is, wow, they must not see a lot of beautiful women around here. Mm, yeah, she's like, oh my god, like, I, we're just in the middle of nowhere. I'm, like, so hot that people are just intimidated. She's like, when a, when a, when Queen Beyonce walks through the town, they all have to flee before the sight of the goddess. Yeah. And it's... I don't know where she gets this from. Like, her parents must I have like been very... Confidence. I think she went to a Montessori school or something like that, because she's that never mean? had self-doubt in her life. Oh, no. She just walks through the confidence, through the world with the confidence of a, you know, self-entitled white man. <laughs> it turns out it's just because she's very, very rich, mm-hmm. uh, which you find out later, but we kind of figured that's the case anyway. Yeah, I can't see that being any other way, considering she's just, like, rocked up with, you know, like motorbikes and houses and nangs. I thought we were going to say motorboat and I was just And like, also that. And also know? that. And also that. And we find out that the currency is zenny and that's something which stays through the whole series. So okay. it's nice to see the first appearances of things for people who've been through this before and if you haven't then that's meaningless. Was but that a first appearance? I feel like someone said that before. Has somebody mentioned the word zenny before? You know what? I actually don't know. But it feels natural. It feels like she's got uh, large naturals, and uh, you've got we've got to have to move on from this at some point, dude. This is just getting out of hand. Don't. I have so many jokes. I know. Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and Yamcha again. He actually says what we've all been thinking, which is uh, women be shopping. Yeah, he women just they really, be shopping. He really said it. He just got, he's out here being like, Poir, you know, the really, the thing is, women, the women, they really they do be shopping. be shopping. That's how we'll find her. That's how we'll get her. She'll I mean, be... he doesn't really want to find her at this point. No, that's true. He's still... He's hiding. He's but... hiding because he is afraid of the ladies. Yeah, he's he's hiding his, he's, he's belt tucking and hiding behind a rock. But in I'm a shocking twist... It turns out that they're afraid of her Playboy bunny outfit yeah. because when she goes, she goes shopping and gets stuff for free, and she's like, "Wow, I'm just, I'm just, people mm. just get things for free in this town. They've achieved fully luxury automated uh, gay you space communism. You fucked it up. You didn't say it good. <laughs> they've reached Star Trek anyway. They've it, achieved Star Trek. Even they've looks committed like a Star Trek. But when um, she goes to get her Aladdin outfit on and get the the big hammer pants. Well, yeah, I mean, we have, like, a little series of, like, intercut scenes, so they're back at the gas station, so she's shopping, go, who's getting the car filled up, he's like, yeah, how much, oh, oh, long series, like, uh, Bulma's just left with that cash, how much do we owe you? And the guy's like, oh, no, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't make you pay for this, Mm. it's fine. Um, and then she buys some nangs and the guy says the same thing. Mm. Um, Stocking up on the drugs. Stocking up on the drugs, ain't we all? Weird thing to say on a podcast. Um, yeah, kids, make sure your drugs don't run out. Yeah, kids, make sure that you stockpile the hell out of your drugs. Kids, also, the keep next... them in a very obvious place and do weird things so the cops show up at your house on the regs. The next time you inject a weed, yeah. make sure. Next time you smoke a cocaine, make sure that you've got some left. For well, that is what crack is. Save but... it for later. Yeah. It is, yeah. I'd I, I, I fuck that one up. 
So okay, they're um, doing the intercutting, and then yeah, she, she buys a name. Yeah. The guy doesn't make her pay for it. She's like, "Wow, you know, I'm gonna speak because I'm just so beautiful. <laughs> I'm just so pretty. Like I can't believe this." Fellas, women be hot. <laughs> Fellas, women be hot, and getting women be getting free shit. <laughs> so yeah, and she heads into the next store buy a little sexy Aladdin outfit mm. to replace her sexy bunny outfit. We and also stand. because she has apparently been in the cabaret Yeah, Beyonce I don't know if she went into the extra, drag store to get that, but... Like, Ariana Grande album cover <laughs> set up. She's got the, the Ariana Grande ponytail. She does. She's been on that for a few days, so it's probably... Actually, she looks a bit like her... Robin Williams' genie from Aladdin. Oh, with yeah. The, the top knot. Uh, <laughs> so, so Bulma walks um, out and just starts doing free association for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the podcast. No, she changes out of her outfit and then she's like, oh my God, that's so much better than that weird bunny costume. And the man's like, what? You're not part of the rabbit gang? <laughs> and she says, rabbit gang? She's like, what's that? <laughs> and he just realizes his, his big mistake. She, she turns into Tim Allen from Home Improvement. Turns into... Um, if I was making a live-action adaptation of this, she would just be played by Tim Allen. <laughs> so picture that vividly. Um, it turns out the Santa Claus is that there's a rabbit gang. Yes, that does not make sense. <laughs> Are there Santa lawyers in that movie? I've forgotten. The whole thing turns on a pun based on the Santa Claus, as in clause of a contract. I think there are. There are Santa lawyers. I think there are Santa lawyers. This is such hidden lore. I can't remember. I haven't seen that movie since I was, like, 10, and that was, like, at the point where I was just barely, like, developing a concept of, like, criticism and taste for films. You keep talking over me, motherfucker. I'm gonna punch you in the face. (laughs) I'm just asking questions. The people want to know. Let me finish my bit. I don't even want to finish it now. I can't remember where I was going with it. Santa uh, Claus is a bad movie. I, I don't remember what happens. And I was going to say it in a funny way. Where are we going? She gets into Aladdin <laughs> pants. She's doing MC Hammer. Oh, she gets into Aladdin's pants. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he goes, oh, the, the shopkeeper says, oh, you're not actually part of the rabbit gang. She goes, what's the rabbit gang? And then he says, get out of my shop. <laughs> get out of my sight. Get out of my shop. Don't wear such a tacky and tasteless accessory. And I feel like if, if that's how they... you walk in here wearing the, the Shroom City version of a swastika on your head. Oh, I just got the feeling that, that he's sort of like, oh, if you're not one of the rabbit gang, if you're a normal customer, I just treat all my normal customers like trash. <laughs> yeah. Like he just screams at all of them. I think he was just a little So you know upset. what? They all deserve to get dumbed by the rabbit gang. I don't know if There's a phrase that I don't think I would be saying in this lifetime. Maybe the next one when I come back as a rabbit. A talking rabbit? (laughs) There's no lifetime in which I would not be talking. Yeah, that's scams. (laughs) They come back to um, the petrol station. And then who rocks up but Run DMC um, (sighs) wearing the Zootopia Memorial costumes. And... They do petty henchman things, and I just love this. They'll yeah. like grab an apple and be like, then bite it and spit it out and be like, your apple sucks. <laughs> a shitty apple, fuck you. Get, watch your child running in front of me, and then they kick He's like, ah, your child is getting in my way. Yeah. Ah, kick it. Yeah, kick some random lady for, I don't know, being there. Yeah, it's like, it's a. Douchebags. Yeah, real nice stonks you have. It'd be ashamed <laughs> if they went down in value. Oh, well, this is getting abstract. <laughs> You like animals? What about rabbits? I feel, what? I'm gonna nibble on your finger. 
I don't know if that's uh, henchman behavior, but sure. What is their costume supposed to be? <laughs> what is it? Because I feel like it's supposed to be something. And I don't know, like, is it, what is it meant to evoke? Because I'm getting just, like, severe mixed messages from, like, the whole setup. Oh, I don't know, but the, the costume has the, the kanji for Usagi on it, which means rabbit. And I, I didn't actually know that. I didn't know how to read it. If I'd learned it at some point, I'd forgotten it. Well, because, you didn't know how to read it now? Uh, you just downloaded that information into your brain? You, didn't know <laughs> you wouldn't download read. an information. <laughs> You wouldn't download a brain. So you wouldn't download a rabbit. I just do a lot you of that. Like, deceive the queen. Oh, your 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 kid. He walked. He, he gets my. He's, he's walk across my path. He's in my room. Time for him to die. <laughs> I'm gonna kill the kid. Gonna slash his throat. Okay. Calm down, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Not the kids. Not the kids. <laughs> so Bulma proves uh, again that she. Well, they. Fire. The thing is, they just walk out, they're like, hey, the women around here suck, but then, oh, there's a woman here. And then they're like, hey, would you like to join our furry polycule? Mm. And it turns out that so many parts of this world are ruled by furries. And well, I don't know what to do with this information. It's a furry comic. It's a furry show. I, I warned you. I tried to tell you. I could see it from the start. I, I let you in on that and just no one believed me. They didn't listen until it was too late. I don't know what it is. Just the idea of people dressing up as the cop from Zootopia and going around being Yakuza is probably one Why of the, the funniest cop from things. Zootopia? What do you think the cop from Zootopia I've never seen like? that movie. I, yeah, I didn't think so. She's a bunny who's an authoritarian, put it that way. Okay, I see where you're getting at it from, from that point. I was thinking very specifically of the costumes and that she wears like a, a bulletproof vest or something. I don't know if they have bullets in that movie. I think they really don't because it's a Disney movie. And then I have some questions about Zootopia. Do not get into these questions <laughs> about how the law works on that Sunday. That one's for the, for the Patreon. But it's very yeah. funny to me that they yeah. just are like, there's this kind of disjunct between these two things. And Toriyama does yeah. that a lot. He'll bring up something that's kind of inherently funny and then kind of play it sort of funny, but also serious. And all the characters take themselves very seriously. Oh, they do. Um, but the costumes are sort of a very, I mean, they've got their little bunny ears on the top. Mm-hmm. What's his name? The actual Demon Ox, Ox King? Demon, Ox Demon King. Ox Demon King. That's like his actual name. Yeah, yeah. What were his parents thinking? (laughs) (laughs) They weren't. They weren't, okay. It's Dragon Ball. He didn't have parents, he just manifested in a bad PowerPoint translator. Yeah, so they have, like, masks that are sort of over. Yeah, so they've got actually, like, the same thing, which kind of makes me think that Toriyama just couldn't really think of anything at the time he just kind of he was like I like drawing this and I'm gonna do some more of it now that I've covered this character anyway they go up to her and they're like hey girl who is uh, of the age of consent in this region I've checked the laws uh, technically it's a febophilia will you go out with the two of us and our fairy polycule and Bulma doesn't want to They're fascist and libertarians but she <laughs> but you repeat yourself but Europe. But she proves that she has guts and that she doesn't afraid of anything again because she's got she says I have a rabid Rottweiler here his name is Goku <laughs> oh yeah she showed up she just goes these are bad guys and well, sticks she, them yeah. on them well she's sort of like initially just like yeah thanks for your interest but I've got places to be you know shit to do no time for your nonsense there's real buffy they, energy they about out, it yeah real Sarah Michelle Gellar. one of them pulls out a gun and he's like you want to live a long life and she's like hmm these are bad guys Goku he's like you've said no to me asking you out but what if I had a gun what if I had a gun what if I, what if I was just crazy <laughs> what if I went real I crazy to Nicholas Cage. <laughs> the problem is that some men just want to watch again. the world burn. Yeah, they do. Oh my god, Goku is um, Every time he does a slasher smile, I find He's it so scary. He's a scary little boy. 
Here's a little demon. Because you know that you could just say these are bad people to yeah. him. She's and like, okay, you could get him to okay. kill the Prime Minister of Malaysia. Get the bad guys. And he does like, just the most horrifying smile I've ever seen. And then just... And then it's just like, relax, don't do it. <laughs> and then he like... Yeah, he does. He, yeah. he kills he the Prime the Minister of Malaysia. and He kills the Prime Minister of Malaysia. And then it's chapter 17 because they're sprawled on the floor. And they yeah. say, oh no, we need to call our boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy do they and boy do they so the rebels send out the beacon of hope that'll light the spark that'll fire up the first order or whatever I can't remember exactly they didn't say that in the what, version what happened in the original really, no, I just like I don't know they're like call, call, they're, they're like call, call the boss call the boss and the guy just rings him up on the phone and like, boss is a super strong guy here the guy's like he just is like ah oh, watch out you're all gonna get turned into carrots and eaten which sounds like a really like futile threat initially <laughs> but it's dragon like, ball yeah something you'd like say to a child that you want to stop misbehaving but you're not feeling particularly creative that day <laughs> watch out turn you into a carrot I, w- I could say that to my younger sister and she would probably have a meltdown about it <laughs> children are so easy to wind up it's hilarious why anyway. do you sound like an absolute terror <laughs> you're like have you noted how easy it is to make a child cry <laughs> She wouldn't cry. She would just get very angry at me. I feel like I should administer the Void Kampf test on you. What is that? <laughs> the one from Blade Runner. Oh yeah, don't. Sea Turtle is lying on his back. The sun is baking hot, but you don't go and help him and turn him over. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do that, Imogen? Why aren't you helping Sea Turtle? Yeah. <laughs> sea so- Turtle deserves to suffer for his crimes. <laughs> for sex crimes. Yeah. His yeah. Known predator, Sea Turtle. No, well, at least his friends are cancelled and problematic. Mm. So there's that. No, he's a sweet old man. He can't cancel him by association. God, I hate that sea turtle is friends with Buck Angel. So they say carrots, and then Goku's like, carrots? But the weird thing is that he says ninjin, and it's written... Is that just what they say in in the version that you're reading? So they're just like, watch out, carrots. No, I can't remember what exactly they okay. say. Um, but anyway, when he repeats just, like, it... And then this is the first time I'm pretty sure I'd have to go back and check, but I'm I'm ninety percent certain this is the first time we've seen Goku say words that have kanji in them, and it's for carrots. This well, is the this is the one thing he knows how to write. He knows how to write carrots. Oh, he he knows how to write uh, all of the root vegetables. Why do you have a grandfather that hasn't taught you what women are, but has taught you how to write the complex characters for carrots? What is going on I in his childhood? I don't even have a joke for that. I think it's funny on its own. It's just inherently... I'm distressed by this. Mm. I want to call Child Protective Services and go back in time and do it in this fictional universe that doesn't exist. And I can't do that. Okay. Yeah, I should stop getting wound up about this. <laughs> so he says that. Um, and then Oyabun is like the highest leader of the Yakuza, right? Always. Oyabun is like, okay. you know, the big boss. <laughs> We're going to call in our boss. He's Fat Tony. <laughs> I heard you get a bit of a problem here. A rat problem, perhaps? <laughs> so he, rabbit boss arrives and like... Oh, it's like a weirdly Donald Trump-esque Fat Tony. Donald Trump is a very mob-like character. He really is. He's just the Fat Tony of politics. Oyabun, highest leader of the Yakuza, arrives. <laughs> In the bunny mobile. I just remember the panels. <laughs> In the bunny mobile. It is shaped like a rabbit. A round, fluffy it's like rabbit. It's the dog car from Dumb and Dumber, but it's a rabbit. 
He steps out <laughs> as if onto the red carpet and he's in full Queen Armadala reg- regalia with sunglasses oh on. Oh my god. Like, I, 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 uh, the whole thing, like, I read it through the first time and I was like, he's wearing like. Just, I was just trying to get through the material. I was like, I'm going to have to talk about this later. I'm going to take some notes. I would just, I'll just, I'll just, you know, see what happens. And then, like, I kind of took it at face value. I was like, okay, this is Dragon Ball. It's a little bit... It's like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then I read it back through just before we started, like, skim read it. And I Mm. stopped at those panels and just... Just just took in what... Every time he talked, I just imagined him talking like DJ from The Last Jedi. He's like, you need some (laughs) problem in this... (laughs) Down? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? What? Just, I think the the one thing that really did it is like, like I, I, like it's all so bizarre. I can't really take any of it as it is. Like it's, it's, it's very shy, but it's just the sunglasses. The sunglasses the cool just shades. killed me on impact. I don't like. I don't know what it is. He's been shopping at the drag store. The only two people in this series who wear sunglasses is Kamisen and, and this rabbit mob boss. What's the way that you identify sex predators? Yeah, apparently so. He is dressed like I don't know. Where like did a Qing he... emperor, basically. Okay, is that like... what that is? I thought he looked like um, someone from Russia who's like now moved to Germany. Is on the club scene. It's got like an Instagram. He's got like <laughs> Adidas on fleek. He's getting into the fashion scene. That's the impression that I got. He's got he he is the sort of guy who would buy like <laughs> pure white shoes, and if he got a speck of dirt, just immediately get out the the bleach and the toothbrush. This is the kind of a man we. This is the guy with. that you sick John Wick onto. This is yeah. This is the kind of guy. I don't even know that you like would sick John Wick on him specifically. I feel like he would. Would not even be worth murdering. He always He'd wears be sunglasses like the guy at night. Sitting in the back of a nightclub while his like three mafia friends get like shot next to him, and John looks like you're gonna try anything. He's like, Nah, man, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not involved. I didn't Moscow. touch your dog. I didn't touch your dog. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time he wears track suits like Adidas, and then like this time, he every time like he goes he to the club, he wears Manchu emperor clothing yeah. and wears sunglasses at night. It's just you the call vibe. him up and you're like, Hey, what are you up to? And just in the background, you hear the like the uns 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 yeah. uns, and he's like, I'm at Club Sexy Cakes. Where are you? <laughs> He looks like an extra in a Rihanna music video. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Magnificent. Oh, I, I, I would him. stay under his umbrella anytime. <laughs> wow. Um, so now that you have an image of that guy. Yeah, hopefully we've managed to, to paint a word picture. He's like, so you have, you call me in for some uh, reinforcements. Huh? What's, what seems to be the, the problem? And they point over there at the Zed gang. And he somersaults and flips halfway across the town square. Mm-hmm. Not in a series of, like, handsprings. In one leap, he does, like, a 10 out of 10 Olympic level mm. somersault across So he's wasting his talents, really. Yeah, God, he's so flexible he could be doing something with Oolong. And what do you think his outfit was for? <laughs> Oolong clearly has a rabbit fetish. To, I, yeah, that's actually that's the. I, I was thinking of it from the other side. It was like, what is he trying to like pick up? Some but I think that in this, I think in this universe that uh, rabbits are like tortoise shell cats, where they're really mostly like almost entirely one gender, right? Because we never see a female rabbit. 
Good to know. And Do we see more male rabbits? Is this a recurring thing? Is there a whole family of just like rabbit dudes who just run amok? How do they reproduce? Now I'm starting to think that this comic is like Arthur. In what way? Just um, like his friend Buster and the rabbit family. Like, I'm just thinking about all the animals that you see. But that's such a weird thing to have superimposed on my brain. Can you imagine if Arthur was strong like Goku and he just beat the <laughs> shit out of people? <laughs> Like, you know, the fist meme, but he just pulls out Yoibo and he starts beating the shit out of his, like, of whoever the guy that Arthur Stephen Crowder voices. Arthur fists the world. <laughs> the Arthur fists the world. <laughs> Double D accidentally walks into his room and he pulls out his extender Double pole. Double D? Just... <laughs> What's her name? DW. <laughs> Okay, so in the porn parody, she's called Double D, and he pulls out his his long stick, and Arthur just starts sticking the hell out of him. Oh, he extends his pole. What? She, okay, Double D walks in on him with his extender pole, fully extracted, and it just... Arthur the aardvark just beats the shit out of her. Double D takes Dallas. Double D takes Dallas. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> We're over time again. Uh, what? How? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, anyway, just... Yamcha goes. He's he's watching from afar. He goes. I know that guy, and it's he's like. This, I know this guy. It's him. Oh my god! It's Jason Bourne. It's Mr. Rabbit Carrot Monster Changer. And in, in the English version, he just says, "I know that guy." That's the character, <laughs> which really makes him sound like a, a reject Batman villain, which I love. Uh, I think that's great. Calendar Man and the character. The character. I'm just remembering to when I couldn't remember the Riddler's name and kept calling him the Quizzler. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, it's the Quizzler. This is the Quizzler. Jim Carrey's like, <laughs> just there doing the Jim Carrey face. <laughs> Quiz. The problem was that this town is full of transphobia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Jim Carrey. Yeah, sure. the Truman Show, but everybody's rabbits. <laughs> I'm the king of the room, baby. We move on from Jim Carrey now. Yeah, I'm sorry. So Yamcha goes, okay, so it's spelled out as the character for Usagi, To, as if that's like his last name, his surname, because, you know, surname, first name convention. So To. Rabbit, I guess that translates as, and then oh, Ninjin. His name was Tor. His I first name know. is Ninjin Carrot, and then Cart, which is the character for to change or also to like transform or like his also the character in Bakemono, which is like monster. No, his first name is Rabbit. Okay. Uh, sorry, no, no. His, his last name is Rabbit, but it comes first, so it's his first name. No, you, but his the, his his given name is Carrot. It's the characters for Carrot, but plus okay. attached to it is the character for change or transform or like in, the worded monster. Okay. So Carrot Monster Change. Please welcome to the boardroom, Rabbit Carrot Monster Change. Got it. What? We should call him Mr. Rabbit, I think. <laughs> Otherwise, this is too confusing. Mr. Rabbit. But it's kind of bizarre because Yamcha has, of course, that alarmed realization that all characters have in a thing where he makes the anime face where he's just like, What? He's so powerful. Oh, my God. We can never beat this guy. Like the wharf effect, right? Where if you want to show how strong somebody is, like, <laughs> they come it, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, but he does that with his face. Yeah. And, well, he doesn't beat wharf with his face. <laughs> he beats wharf with his face. Ah, I hate beating people with my face. Really? Um, I'm a big fan. <laughs> no! <laughs> None of that! Oh! Oh, how the turntables! Ah, uh, back to Witcher content. <laughs> <laughs> Which Renfrey would be in my face. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. 
I beat Renfrew with my face. Um, <laughs> sorry. So Yamcha does like the thing where he's like, I've heard of this guy. And it's like, no, you haven't. You're making this shit up. He's not heard of it. He's just, he wants to pretend to be ahead of the curve all the time with mm-hmm. Pua. He's like, I know this guy. He's never left the desert. The first time that he left home, he realized that he couldn't afford rent in the city. And he still wanted to afford the shampoo for his beautiful hair. So he's decided to live out as a desert bandit, right? And get a scimitar and just sharpen his, with his days and not be able to talk to women. And then just rob people when they came across his little hovel hole. This I is who Yamcha is. is. He's he doesn't. Okay, do you reckon they get a newspaper delivered to the desert? Do they get the Daily Bugle in the desert? No, he's never heard of Rabbit ga- Guy. He didn't even know what this mushroom place was. Okay, well, first of all, this is Dragon Ball, so they definitely get the newspaper in the desert. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, I think you're being a little harsh on Yamcha. <laughs> he did nothing to deserve your derision except for being a chicken shit who lives in the desert with beautiful hair. Okay, Yamcha is beautiful, but he's he's dumb. He's a beautiful dumb boy. Yeah. And I'll stand by this. He doesn't know things. You expect him to know things? He's too good looking for that. <laughs> Somehow he's, he's still pretty to have thoughts. Has he fixed his tooth yet? No. Oh, anyway, it's a shame. Never mind, he's not pretty. He's he had a beautiful a yearbook photo. <laughs> so then he changes people into carrots. And it works. And he changes Bullman to a carrot. Yeah, well, he just does a double. This took so long to get one panel over. Holy I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> Okay, no it was a very time. forceful panel. Yeah, it was a very forceful panel. I think this is like the real, this is the good stuff, the good material here. But um, yeah, Mr. Rabbit does a, a double, triple back, Simone Biles style backflip over the um, the entire courtyard, lands perfectly in front of Bulma and says, hey, shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> this Yakuza boss who is a rabbit wearing Queen, Ma- Queen Amidala clothes from the drag store in sunglasses just says to Bulma, I shake my hand. I shake my hand. And she just smacks his hand away and says, who would shake hands with you? Because she's a drama queen, apparently. You vile fiend. You, you creature, you cretin. Challenge you. thee to a duel. Very impressive at flips, but fuck you. Um, and he goes, ah, you still touch me, though, which is five-year-old logic. And then she turns into a carrot. <laughs> He still does the thing where, like, you know how somebody in anime, like, chops somebody up and then they put their sword away and then the armor falls off or then they, like, fall apart? I do apart. not know because I don't fucking watch anime, Okay, Simon. but it's, it's kind of made its way into Western television as well, where somebody will do a thing mm-hmm. where they're just, like, move as a flash or whatever it is. And then they're, like, go, <laughs> and then there's, like, a pause. And then the person, like, falls apart or whatever it is or, like, okay. falls to the ground or something like that. Gross. That kind of trope, right? Yeah. That sort of thing is what I feel like this is because he slaps her hand, but his power doesn't go straight away. He's then she, she slaps his hand. Yeah, she slaps his hand away. Sorry, mm-hmm. but they touch. One eight hundred is you slapping. She they kissed. She smiled, said he could hold her for a little while, and then she goes. He's like, "Hi, you got cooties," and then she turns into a carrot. Yeah, there's a um, pause where he's able to gloat about it with his like, hmm, "No, Mister Bond, I expect you to become a carrot that I can never launch." <laughs> Yep, that's uh, more or less how that goes down. So this is our ASMR episode. Yeah, there's going to be like way too much of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not cutting any of it. Okay. It's all gold, I'm Jerry, gold. so sorry to anyone who listens to this. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you know. deserve it. This is episode six. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> you knew what this was. This is a, are we on episode six? So she's turned, we are, she's turned into a carrot. He grabs it and then Goku's doesn't know how to solve problems that aren't violence. And yeah. so he tries to beat him up oh, and then he goes, like, aha, um, I've got to Don't touches. touch him, you'll turn into a carrot too. And then yeah. he, he tries to beat him up with Noibo, hits him with a stick. Yep. And then the carrot, the Monsieur Rabbit. Is this like a Midas touch thing where everything that he touches turns into a carrot? Thinking. Because I just immediately went, how does he go to the toilet? 
I think he can touch himself. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to think about this guy. Think doing about that. it. <laughs> think no. about it, Mama. Oh. <laughs> You're a furry now. <laughs> that's how that happens. So that's how that happens. Um, no, I, he... I, I, there was a, like, of course kind of it's a not a problem, because the carrot is vaguely phallic. Like, how did this happen? Like, did he make a wish that anything he touched turned to carrots and some kind of, like innocent but greedy and full of hubris misguided everybody in this universe managed to get the dragon balls and then the genie fucked him over and now like everything he touches turns to carrots like exactly like he asked but it just is a massive hindrance on his life and it's like the like the massive sexual frustration builds up due to everything turning to fucking carrots he becomes a mafia boss to exert violence over the world yeah to get revenge (laughs) on the women who have wronged him he's uh, this is an incel gang Mm -hmm, this is just the that's just how the comic is Elliot Rogers forms a gang it is okay so far we've got furious party drugs incel Name one other thing from Dragon Ball. There isn't any. Animals. Fairies. Ah. Ah, see? Dragon see? Balls. Dragon Balls. Dragon, dra- Dragon Balls. Wish orbs. Fairies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> They're the wish that allows you to turn people into carrots and also be a fairy. Anyway. This guy got the Dragon Balls. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. Of course. Goku turns around. Full he's like, man. Shoes. We've got a. He, he does the coach speech. He goes, "We've got this. I, uh, we can beat him at some point. We just got to put our heads together." And then he turns around, and Oolong has run away already. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's a coward, well, as we know. Like, no, my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, so Yamcha reluctantly, quote unquote, helps mm-hmm. them, but he he wants to be a hero. He wants mm-hmm. to impress the girl, um, even though she'll never be able to see or know that it was him. He's like mm-hmm. a tuxedo mask from Sailor Moon, and Bulma. They they beat them. I just want to. There's punches and kickies and. Well, there's punches and kickies and Mr. Rabbit's like, ah, 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 I'm gonna eat this fucking carrot, mate. Gonna, yeah. I'm gonna eat it. Watch out. Um, Puah comes in as a Yago. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Yago from Aladdin. <laughs> I was thinking of Othello, Othello, and then I thought of a at the same time it's as Aladdin. Looks like the- <laughs> also, no, I I forgot this. The first two people that appear, one of them is white, and one of them is like, look, I'm happy to have representation, but that's not. It's good not how representation. We do it. It's not great. He does it's like a racial caricature right there. Guy with like thick lips, and you're just and like dark skin, and you're like Toriyama. Why stop? Mm. No, that's not. And I feel like I want to excuse him by being like he's a Japanese guy in the '80s, and he's never seen somebody in real life. But at the same time, you can't excuse it's not that. An excuse. It's not. Yeah. He's probably he has access to photographs. He's just like, this is how people look. And you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, yes, a black man. The only... It's, nope. I'm terrified that the only reference that he has to anything that is like Western or outside <laughs> of it is like old 1930s American cartoons. Yeah, that sounds bad. Which kind of tracks with a lot of stuff. At any rate, so the gang gets beaten and they all get tied up. Mm. Bulma's turned back. This is furry bondage and... Yep. Goku mm. decides that he's going to use Nyoibo, the extender pole. And, um... He extends his pole into the sky. He takes them to the moon. He takes them to the moon. The literal moon. Yep. He takes them to the satellite that he is orbiting around stick. the Earth. He points it upwards. He says, stick, extend into the sky. Stick it longer. Stick it longer. And it do. And then he climbs up the pole with uh, three... What, what, what's one... Uh, like anthropomorphic rabbit man and two human men dressed as anthropomorphic rabbit men. Yep. Uh, and just 
just sticks them on the moon. And then he comes just back down. Bulma asks, the what did you do with them? He goes, they're, they're on the moon. And then we cut to How the moon. How long did it take him to get there? I don't know, but it looks way too close to the Earth. There's no sense it's of scale. Like hazardous. The other thing is that Toriyama used a, obviously an actual map or like his memory of real Earth instead of like whatever the dragon world is supposed to look like for it. Because Australia is on it. <laughs> it's just something that I noticed. They're like there's Indonesian Papua New Guinea dragon above it. Balls? There's an Australian dragon ball. There's a dragon Australia. There's dragon Australia. I think that this is a thing in this. Are there like the kangaroos think, who can talk? Is it possible that a, a Dragon Ball Australia got accidentally swapped with our Australia and that's why Australia is <laughs> like that? Uh, well, the, the kangaroos don't talk, as I said. Although I feel like a koala would be a better candidate for that. There are non-talking animals in the Dragon Ball universe, Simon. It's true, but there are attention. definitely talking animals as well. Anyway, so they're pounding mochi on the moon, which mm-hmm. is a Japanese mythological thing. When a Japanese person traditionally looks up into the sky, I'm not meaning this in like an orientalist way. I mean, like I'm trying to tell the mythology. When a Japanese person looks up into the sky. Like, you know how women be shopping? Well, Japanese people be looking up at the moon. And when they look at it, well, Japanese there is actually... Japanese people be tripping. There is actually... <laughs> no, there, there really is a, a kind of not a holiday but like a festival called Tsukimi which means moon watching and when they look up at the moon they see a rabbit in the moon like the shape of a rabbit by the shadows and stuff on mm-hmm. the moon and that's what it looks like to them and so there's a Japanese legend that rabbits pound mochi on the moon mm-hmm. which is where they get the big wooden hammer out and then like uh, get rice into a, uh, a kind of wooden bowl thing and just just pound away <laughs> at it they just beat it. And it takes three men to do it. It's mm-hmm. a tough task to pound that much. What is rice but a little man? <laughs> what is rice but a little man? And they all it's come together. Each grain of rice is a little man. Yes, yeah, so obviously when you make mochi, it's the human instrumentality project. Damn. They all come together as tang. That fits too well. Mochi is delicious and I like it. And I'm glad that the rabbits make it on the moon. But this is like a mythological thing. And so Toriyama has once again done a three comic chapter arc all to lead to a joke based on mythology. Mm-hmm. He keeps doing this. Either and that or he just already had the rabbit gang and then he was like, ah, what do I do? Oh, you know, you know, with the moon. But somehow I, I don't think that's what... I think everything that he wrote in this manga was like he came along to something else. Like he has uh, model cars on his desk and he goes, you know what? Brum should be in this. <laughs> and then he's visited the pet store because he was just walking through... He was uh, walking through Nagoya, um, which is where he lives. And oh, did you? He, he's got like his um, sort of bird studio, which is basically just his house, and it's painted orange. Why do you know? But so he's much li- he's lived this? in Nagoya for quite a while now. He was just like walking past. He went to the pet store and saw rabbits, and then he decided to do the rabbit costume, and then he decided to do a rabbit gang. I'm ninety percent certain that most of the stuff that happens in this comic is just like things that have happened in his life, where he's just like looking around at the room and being like lamp, <laughs> and then decides to put it in. Okay. But at any rate, that was chapter 17. Uh, we are starting into volume two, and we're going to be continuing volume two next time. And I want to do uh, the new segment. And it's see? Dragon Ball Predictions. Dragon Predictions. I don't know. I think considering how fucking long the series apparently goes on for, either someone nicks all the Dragon Balls and loses them, i.e. Yamcha, or they make a wish and they get scattered and then they go go get them again for some other dumb reason. I think there's a plane flying overhead. I don't know. I think it was the, the, that particular chapter was pretty well wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can't really follow any threads from that. That's alright. I don't think it's that time. important, but uh, next time we'll probably do either two or three chapters, but yeah, if you've been following along, we've finished chapter 17. Anyway... This has been Gohan or Go Home. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week.
Kakitiano, and very good evening. Indeed. I'm running for president oh, between these two chicks. So-